there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. Today on the show, Yellowstone. Some call it a supervolcano because it's caused some of the largest eruptions in the Earth's history. When it blew two million years ago, it left a hole in the ground larger than Rhode Island. And here's something creepy. The news is telling us that another big eruption could happen again. At any moment. Yellowstone National Park could be sitting on a time bomb. We end here tonight with a sleeping giant, an ancient supervolcano. Recent eruptions have some wondering if the giant is awakening. So, is the giant awakening? Could Yellowstone really just erupt at any time and leave a massive hole in the United States? For this, we called up Dr. Mike Poland, a geophysicist with the United States Geological Survey. Hey! Hello! And Mike has monitored volcanoes all around the United States. He's currently heading up the monitoring for Yellowstone. But he told us that his closest call was back at our old friend, Mount St. Helens. It was in 2004, and Mike was just a newbie volcanologist back then. Now this mountain, after being silent for more than two decades, started acting up again. And Mike was helicoptered right up close to its crater to poke around. A helicopter left... And I remember thinking just like, man, I can't see into the crater. So if this thing does explode, I'm not going to see it coming. But I had a job to do, so I I went to the station to work on it. And the first thing I saw actually was a mountain goat on the same ridge I was on, just a few hundred feet away. And I remember all those stories. And, you know, they're all sort of apocryphal that... You know, the animals know, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, you've been dumped there like a lamb to the slaughter. Right. All the ants yeah. have left the building. <laughs> right. But, but I saw this mountain goat and I thought, I guess, you know, he's okay hanging out on this ridge. So I, I guess I am too. And for whatever reason, that relaxed me instantly. Turns out the goat knew what was up. Mount St. Helens didn't end up blowing again this time. But we asked Mike, without a goat nearby... How do we know if a big volcano like Yellowstone is going to get angry? Now, sometimes articles say that to find out when Yellowstone is going to blow, all you need to do is look at the last few times it's erupted and do the maths to see when it's going to fire off again. Now, if you do some loosey-goosey calculations around Yellowstone's last big three eruptions, which have happened in the last, say, two million years, it kind of looks like maybe it is overdue. But Mike says, don't do this. Well, right there, overdue. No, uh uh-uh, wrong. Really? Volcanoes don't work that way. Mike told us that volcanoes don't erupt on nice, neat timetables. And if you do the maths correctly, it's not even overdue. He says that if you really want to know what's up with Yellowstone, you've got to monitor it. And luckily, he's got gadgets and gizmos aplenty to do it. Like, Mike uses GPS measurements to see how much the ground is moving around Yellowstone. 
And that's because, get this, when magma hits the rock above it, it can literally move the rock in a way you could measure. So you can imagine as magma begins to accumulate beneath the volcano, it pushes the ground up. It actually inflates like a balloon. Wow, it's like... It's like the ground is breathing. Exactly. They breathe. They, they inflate, they deflate, the ground rises and falls. They're also measuring vibrations in the ground and even gases like sulfur dioxide that could be seeping out of the volcano. That's a sign that magma is rising. Something that's very easy to measure, so it sticks out like a sore thumb. But perhaps the most awesome thing that Mike's team is doing is looking at whether gravity is changing. And here's why. So let's say you're now on a volcano and you do a gravity measurement and you get a a reading. And then magma accumulates beneath the volcano. You have just added mass. Because of that, the gravity pull in that area increases ever so slightly. And that's something we can measure. Oh. In fact, just the other week, Mike was on site looking for gravity changes around Yellowstone. And what he detected? Wow. You can hear in his voice how nervous he is. Just take a listen. Okay, minus one, minus two. Sounds good. I would say three, eight, four, six. We were joking. He doesn't sound nervous at all. It sounds like he's reading off a credit card. And that's because for years and years, all their monitoring has shown that Yellowstone is fast asleep. No concerning gravity changes, no sulfur dioxide in the sky. Now, every now and then, they might measure a buzz in earthquakes in the area. And this always seems to lead to a bunch of news stories predicting that doom is upon us. But Mike says that from all his team's other measurements they can tell that these earthquakes are not a sign that Yellowstone is about to blow. Scientists can tell that the magma under Yellowstone isn't bubbling all over the place. It's mostly solid. And if it were going to erupt, all of that basically solid rock would have to heat up and become liquidy and explosive, which takes time. You'd also see other big things, Like one study estimated that the ground would be raised by hundreds of metres. So if Yellowstone was misbehaving or Mm. acting up, we would know. Yes, without a doubt. Occasionally I get people telling me, yeah, well, Yellowstone can erupt tomorrow and you wouldn't know about it. No. (laughs) No, not true. Yellowstone will not erupt tomorrow. For a system that's as seized up as Yellowstone to decide that it's going to erupt tomorrow? No way. It just doesn't turn on like that. I would expect that Yellowstone, if there was some sort of event that started really churning up the magma chamber, maybe starting to remelt some parts of the magma chamber, we would have decades of warning. And Mike says that even if he does come to work tomorrow and start seeing some small changes that over the decades turn into big changes that still doesn't necessarily mean doomsday is coming. Just because a volcano has had some major eruptions in the past, it doesn't mean that every time it erupts, it'll go berserk. Sometimes lava can just kind of spill out. And in fact, in the last 600,000 years, every time Yellowstone has erupted, that's what's happened. The lava just kind of oozed out. And so Mike says that If Yellowstone were to erupt today, 
it's not something that would spread devastation throughout the region or the world. It would devastate the ground in Yellowstone National Park, the area that it flowed over. Be a bad day for a lot of deers. It would be a bad day. Well, even the deer could probably walk out of the way. I mean, the lava flows probably don't move that fast. So, all signs pointing to we are good on Yellowstone. You can cross that off your ever-growing doomsday list. And this was just a short segment from our podcast, Science Versus. If you want to hear more adventures, you've got to head over to our main feed. We've got the latest science on lab-grown meat and orgasms. Just search for Science VS in Spotify. That's Science VS. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Fact to you next time.